community dialogue. Now we are no taking it down to the grassroots. And welcome to the program, Community Dialogue. Now, Ranodzem Naraunda with me, your host, Brian Malvin Casey Tolle. In Shona, they say, Akubaira Zani Ndewako. In English, they say, forewarned is forearmed. Trans issue is one that we should all be wary of, the issue of human trafficking. And I am going to be having the conversation with Mr. Shiri Chena. Unfortunately, I just lost him on the line, so we are trying to connect with him one more time so that we can be able to speak to him about human trafficking. Stay tuned. It's ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. Once again, it's a good evening to you all and welcome to the show, Community Dialogue. As I said before, tonight we are going to be talking about the issue of human trafficking. Now, the United Nation defines human trafficking as the recruitment, transportation, transfer, harboring or receipt of persons by means of the threat or use of force or other form of coercion, of abduction, of fraud, of deception of the abuse of power or of a position of vulnerability or of giving or receiving of payments or benefits to achieve the concept of a person having control over other persons for the purpose of exploitation now for us to be able to unpack the issue of human trafficking i am joined by vukarani trust director gerald johnson shirichena sir welcome to community dialogue thank you thank you brian um Um, Okay, I'm go ahead. pleased to be with you on the show, Community Dialogue. Good evening, Zimbabwe. A, a good evening to you as well. I'm excited that uh, you could join me for this a very, very pertinent issue. I'm sure for some we do not understand what human trafficking is, but by the end of this show, we will fully comprehend and understand the concept and how we can also be wary of it, how we can avoid it in our lives. Now, Mr. Shitena, to put our conversation into context, would you like to share with us some of the practical examples of human trafficking? Yes, Brian. Uh, human trafficking uh, is, according to the definition that you have just given, that's the technical definition which most people we may not be able to understand. But uh, let me begin by saying human trafficking is a crime that shames us all because it's the commodification of human beings is taking human beings to be like commodities at a market that is sold to the highest bidder. So we have examples of um, such tendencies where people are taken into slavery Mm. because the purpose of uh, human trafficking, it is the ultimate, it is the um, exploitation. People are exploited sexually. People are exploited by debt bondage. People are exploited for labor. People are exploited for um, human body parts. People are also exploited for domestic servitude. So um, we have um, vast examples of uh, these kinds of things. Mm. For example, right now, Zimbabwe is a nation we are sitting on the issue of uh, our women, our girls, 
that are trapped in Oman, the salt net of Oman, uh, where they are in domestic servitude. Uh, this is a typical example of human trafficking. Other examples um, like the Wade case that is already in court, mm. where a Chitunguza woman went to Karoi and they brought uh, girls. And I understand there was also a boy, uh, if I'm not, I uh, seem to be corrected, where they were harbored in a place in Chitunguza for sexual exploitation. Those are some of the examples of... Um, uh, of human trafficking. I was reading actually in the paper mm. that um, there is some people that have been rescued in South Africa that were trafficked for labor, that have been working perpetually on a farm, and that they were actually sold. The children, the father, the mother, the children, they were actually in servitude. All right, so from what you have shared, Mr. Shirishana, we can see that there are basically two categories, right? There is internal human trafficking, where somebody is trafficked, maybe like the example you gave, from one part of the country, maybe to Shitunguiza, where they are being exploited, or maybe, let's say, from from Mutare to Chipinge, or something like that within the country. There's a report that was published by the United States Department of State, which says internal trafficking is prevalent here in Zimbabwe, and underreported. Why is that the case? What are some of the push factors? Rukwita kuti munu abiwe maybe kukuchikomba owns kwaku harari. Kanota abiwe muharari wendis kukunengwe njimbo munu munyika. What is really going on around there? Brian, you have exactly said it all that uh, there is um, internal trafficking, which is domestic trafficking, where people are trafficked from one part of the country to another. It's not only from um, many distant places in the country. Mm. You can be trafficked from one street into another. You can be trafficked or can be under trafficking situation right in the same house. But what happens... In the same house? Yeah, people can be in the same house. People can be trafficked. Because as long as there is exploitation... You see, this is where we have got a challenge, Brian. Mm. Uh, let the community know, our our listeners know, that um, there are certain issues that are not easy to understand because they are not covered by the current TIP law, whereby the issue of distance or of travel is not an issue of concern in case in, in cases of human trafficking. It may include traveling from one place to another, mm-hmm. but it may not. That's why I say someone can be trafficked in the same house. For example, if um, if a step if a stepfather or an uncle is abusing um, a niece or a daughter in that house, where, who was brought from somewhere to be looked after, and um, there is issue of fraud, there is issue of cohesion, there is issue of um, deception. For example, a, a, a girl will be told if you, um, a, a, the issue of threat, a girl will be told if you report this, I will kill you. You cannot, you are not allowed to get out of this gate. You are not allowed to do anything outside. You must stay indoors. That person is under a trafficking situation. Right. And let me also explain something. Mm-hmm. Why people, uh, it is underreported. People are not conscious of what human trafficking is. Those that are conscious 
sometimes they don't they don't give the due attention. They just look aside mm. when things, these things are happening. Right. This is this, this is the scenario uh, that that I want you to uh, our listeners to look at. How many cases do we have of um, families here in Narare or in in the cities? They sent word to the people in the rural areas that they need a maid. And they, a maid is sent to Harare. Mm-hmm. And um, when the maid comes, um, the condition is not the same as what has been promised. For example, uh, we have cases where even relatives, they go to the, to the villages. They say, I'm going to take... Um, my guru Mukoma Washaya and Akutoramana Li Garenai Achaskachenda score, and they end up Vanera Vasinga and score. They're no longer going to school. That is a typical trafficking case. So that's criminal in Asia if that happens. Yes, if that happens, that's criminal. I, I, I remember one time I was in Bedbridge, um, where these small boys are selling uh, eggs. In, in the um, in the streets, I only discovered that many of those girls, they were of those boys, they were taken from Chipinga, from uh, Rural Bed Bridge, from all over the country, under the pretext that they were going to get better life in Bed Bridge. They are going to go back to school. They are going to um, to, to get clothes. Only what they get is a few phone calls to their mother, and maybe at some point, their mother is sent to. 200 or 300 rand, but if you calculate that child is under servitude, she's not going to school, is um, working for almost nothing. Those are cases of internal trafficking. Okay, we very, very have... interesting points that um, you are raising there, Mr. Shirichena. So, I've got a few questions from listeners that I would want you to respond to. The first one is, what is the difference between human trafficking and kidnapping? Is it one thing? And then the second one says, if somebody voluntarily agrees to be trafficked, that uh, can that be an offense? Even if they were taken advantage of because of the situation, e.g. someone going to work but getting below minimum wage for the, particu- for the particular country that they've been taken to, is that still a criminal offense? Would you like to take those two questions? Yes, the first question that you asked about kidnapping and the human trafficking. Kidnapping is one of the ways which traffickers use to get their people. Mm. Most kidnappers, they would, uh, besides those that would want ransom, um, they would uh, kidnap someone, uh, a child or even a, a grown-up. So kidnapping in itself is not human trafficking, but it is a means of achieving, um, getting a person it's part into of the exploitation. Process. It's part of the process, maybe? It's one of the processes. Is, a, is one of the actions that is required to ascertain if it is um, a human trafficking case. Because okay. it can be by fraud, it can be by despa- the, the, um, deception, it can be by cohesion, it can be by kidnapping. But let me say, um, in most the, the, the cases that we have dealt a lot with in uh, Zimbabwe, uh, very few cases uh, of kidnapping. Um, 
mostly it is by deception, by misrepresentation of facts. Mm. You know, when something is too good to be true, and I always say, definitely it's not true. Then your second question about if someone voluntarily agrees to be trafficked. Mm-hmm. Brian and our listeners, this is very interesting and it shows uh, some gaps in our, um, in our TIP law. Because already now the definition of um, trafficking in persons, it has removed the concept. Because I, I believe one, if it's not under stress or duress, cannot accept um, certain offers, cannot accept to be trafficked. Right. Why people would go for a trafficker to would accept those? It is because there are some push factors. It is poverty. It is some issues that are to do with their security, um, the, their social security, that is pushing them to solicit the services of a trafficker. And Why? besides, is- like one of the things that you've also said is that there's, they can, it can be fraud. Maybe somebody has considered, but they did not get the full details of what's happening, right? Yes, they have been told something that is too good to be true. Right, let me put this into, co- into perspective. When we, we have cases of women that have been to a man and some are still trapped there, mm-hmm. when they were recruited by the agents, by the way, these agents are people uh, without conscience. Agents, um, traffickers, they take advantage of the vulnerability of the people. Right. So they were told, the women were told uh, they were going to get free air tickets. They were not going to pay for their air tickets. They were not going to pay for their visas. They were not going to pay for their PCRs. Some of them, they had their passports arranged by the traffickers, right? And they were promised they were going to get uh, from um, 500 US dollars to $1,000, right? So, but when they went, when they arrived in Muscat at the airport, it was not what they agreed to. Mm. But number one, when they arrived, their passports were confiscated, which is the red flag of human trafficking. When you cannot have access to your documents, or when the documents are held by someone else, that is a big red flag. Mm. And when your passports, when their passports were confiscated, it means their freedom has been stolen. So that's when they realized they were sold. When they get to their so-called sponsors, Brian, I don't like to call those people sponsors. I want to refer them as traffickers as well. Mm. So when they get to their houses, they found out it was not what they all, what was agreed. They are now being given 80 real, which is about 210 USD. Mm-hmm. They are working 16 to 18 hours a day. They barely sleep. They start to work um, very early and finish very late. I'm, I'm speaking to some of the ladies that are already in Oman right now. It's a holiday, the festive season for, for the Arabs. Mm. So they are going from one house to another and they are carrying their, la- their maize there. They are working flat out. Sometimes they're not even given enough food to eat. Their sleeping conditions are bad. 
the what the agents promised them is not what they agreed to. Worse, when they get to Oman, they were um, made to sign contracts, some of them, and the contracts are written in Arabic, mm. and the, the sponsor does not speak English well, and then no one is there to translate the contract into the into English. And the you have signed and they have agreed that they have been sold and that they must work for two years before they can get back home. And now it comes back to the issue of uh, the host country. Like the thousand of Oman, the Kalafa system, the domestic servanthood is is legal. They are, it's legal there. Okay. You are not actually a maid. You are a servant. You are a slave. So that's why it is very difficult even on the repatriation because their contract that they are signing, they're actually signing to the slaves. And they are unaware of it. And they are unaware of it. So that's why the issue of uh, someone says uh, uh, this person consented to, to go to this country. It doesn't work, doesn't hold water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's talk about children and human trafficking, both internal as well as um, that, that might be um, maybe crossing borders. To what extent are children also being victims of human trafficking and where are they ending up? I know you've talked about a few examples earlier on, but you'd like to elaborate more on that. Uh, children are one of the most vulnerable groups in the human trafficking spectrum. Um, internally, Children are being trafficked from every part of the country into urban settlements for domestic servitude and for sexual exploitation. Uh, let me tell my, uh, our listeners, Brian, that some people, some well-meaning people, they are actually consumers of human trafficking um, of children okay. because they have these children in their houses as maids and the sum they ply the quasi brothels that I that you have uh, sprouted in town and the sum that I did private where they go and they solicit for sex with children or underage girls and the, those girls they are deemed a trafficked person. And also children are being trafficked into farming settlements for farm labor. You go to the sugar estates mm. uh, in the low world. You find a lot of children that have come from a neighboring communities and even some far off because of um, the, the poverty and the, the low incomes which people are getting. These children are dropping out of school and um, they are being taken into these um, these farming communities. And also, some of these children, they are not really taken into, they are taken advantage of when they are runaway children. Some with juvenile delinquency, I understand. They run away from home, they go into an urban settlement, and they found life is very difficult for them in the streets. And uh, some people that are unscrupulous, they recruit them from that street mm. in the offer of jobs or a place to stay. 
and they end up in a situation um, of sexual exploitation. This is common knowledge. Uh, if you go to places like Chirezi, you go around Chigarapas area, mm-hmm. you will see a lot of children. I remember there was some time the Minister of um, Women Affairs, they established that there were over 50 children in prostitution around Chirezi. These are girls that have been taken from the streets or that, have, um, that were run away or that, have been t- that someone went to the villages and recruited them. So, and when you talk of crossing the border, some, you have raised something interesting, uh, Brian. During the COVID-19 lockdown, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was like doing my anti-human trafficking work. I went to a place called Lutumba, just near Bedbridge. There was a lot of girls that were going to South Africa through the illegal crossing points. You would see them at Lutumba uh, with, um, you would see a woman with four, five, six children, mainly girls, and they would be like going to visit their, um, their parents. But when schools started to open, the numbers did not equal those that had gone. It's like very few children were coming back. And we don't know what happens with these with these children. Right. And some people, they're actually taking children to South Africa through the Womalaicha. Mm. Um, the Womalaicha, um, these, these people that are doing informal... The cross-border taxes. Cross-border the, trade. Yes, you know? yes. So they, they use the Womalaicha to take these children. And what happens is, when they get to South Africa, for example, the fees are just too high because the woman later will tell the, the parents or the people that have requested these children that they have used much more than what they had agreed. Okay. And the life is difficult. They don't have the money. And what happens now? The, the woman later, they will sell this, they will literally sell these children. They will literally sell these children. Sell the it's children? Sorry? I'm saying they'll sell the children? Yes, they'll sell the children to the Nigerians and to some cartels that, are, that belong to Zimbabweans. This is, um, let our listeners know, this is common knowledge that um, these Roma Laicha, when they get to South Africa, they've got their connection. Mm. Recently, I was dealing with a curse. Unfortunately, it did not go very well because some people, they don't have an appreciation of what human trafficking is of a girl who was in a bus to Cape Town, a bus from, um, from Zim. And when she could not locate the people that were going to pay for her, mm-hmm. these guys, the bus crew, they tried three times to sell this girl to different people. Only that the girl, she was about 17, so she was a bit clever, and she would cry and scream, and uh, they could not sell her. They brought her back. This is a story that can be followed up. And they brought her back when they were somewhere at Rutenga. She just jumped out of the bus. Mm. That's how we got to know the case. But the police, uh, some did not have an appreciation of this as a, as a crime. They let the bus crew go, 
even with the phone of this girl. Okay. So children are at a higher risk, more especially girls. Mm. Yeah. I can't believe we're running out of time already and there's still so much to talk about when it comes to issues of human trafficking. But as we are rounding up our show, uh, Mr. Shirishena, can you just highlight to us, outline to us some of the red flags that somebody should be on the lookout for? Firstly, for those who might be trafficked, for potential victims of human trafficking, what should they identify and say, and then secondly, for those you have mentioned that some end up becoming a part of human trafficking, maybe, what do you do as somebody genuinely who's looking for, for, for a domestic uh, help here in the country to ensure that you are not a part of this human trafficking syndicate? Okay, number one, when something is, is too good to be true, when you are looking for a job or a scholarship, you must watch out of um, these things. If you are being given, if, if the offer is too good to be true, if there are a lot of freebies, mm. you, have to be, you have to be on the lookout. And if they cannot give you, if you are getting a job out of the country, if they cannot give you a contract before you leave your country, then you need to, uh, to watch out. And also, what you also need to do is need to do a background check mm. of where you are going. Make sure you know about the place where you are going. And also, okay, on the place, let me say, there are places that are hot, hot spots for trafficking. And there's, there's some certain, certain kinds of jobs that are also hot spot jobs. For example, people are being recruited to go and um, work in the ship cruise, in the cruises, in the cruise ships. You need to check. You need to verify. People are recruited to go and uh, work in um, what you call beauty parlors. For example, we have got an influx of people that are going to the Arab countries, especially mm-hmm. Jordan, now to go and work in as um, beauty therapists. You need to check on those because the Arabs, they have got the best beauty therapists in the world. Most fragrances, most perfumes are from the Middle East. And now, if a Zimbabwean is being offered a job to go and be paid 1000 to work in a beauty parlor, that should raise an eyebrow. Okay. And you talked about the internal thing. Um, if one doesn't want to be a pro- part of the process, mm-hmm. make sure you don't use unscrupulous agents. Check on the people that are recruiting or that are looking for mates for you. Don't employ an underage person. A person who is not an adult, um, 18 years and under, don't employ that kind of a person. Also, don't allow yourself to, because it is a crime at the end of the day, even when when you are harbored, don't, don't just allow when someone just calls and say, no, can you, can you go to Rockport and pick up this person and drop that person at this point? Mm. And then you, can I drop this person for, um, for, for, for some time at your house? Because if that person ends in exploitation, then you are liable. And also one thing that I would want to warn our listeners, it is, they can check for this. For example, if you are in a supermarket or in a restaurant or mm-hmm. somewhere, and then you see uh, a grown-up man 
with uh, small girls, uh, like splashing money on them, doing shopping for them, then that should raise an eyebrow. If you are in the neighborhood, for example, yeah. and they don't see the, the children there or the, the people that live in that house, they don't go out. They are not allowed to speak even to the neighbors. They're not allowed even to be, to be out of the gate. That's a red flag. All right. That child might have been, um, even at school, some, uh, some children, they'll come there from a trafficking situation. They'll be flashing money because they use that to, to recruit other children. That should give you a concern as a teacher or as a parent. If a child is splashing money at school, um, we have cases. If we had time, we'd be elaborating on those issues. Definitely. I'm sure we'll try to find opportunities to continue this conversation on human trafficking because I think it's very important for for people to understand what it entails. In a, in a minute, you'd like to also share the contacts uh, for Vokarani uh, Trust. How do people get in touch with you? Where are you found? And how do people report these cases to your office? Okay, thank you. Um, they can report to this number 0771-170-244. I repeat like a broadcaster, like Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, 0771-170-244. They can also get in touch with us on email, the Vukarani Trust 2022. Maybe you'd want to spell that. V-U-K-A-R-H-A-N-I trust at gmail.com or shirichena2020 at gmail.com they can find us also on facebook the vukarani trust they can also go to the website of um, the center for combating human trafficking with the bindura university we are also in association with them they can actually go to their website they can send an email they can uh, get some contacts there. Then maybe I'll share with you some of the contacts. I cannot. I don't have them off off head. Uh, then you can tell your your listeners. Definitely, you can also get in touch with us if there are any cases of human trafficking that you'd want us to also pass on to Mr. Shirichena. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we had for tonight. Thank you so much, Mr. Shirichena, for taking time out to have this conversation with me. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, listeners. All right. And finally, that's all the time that we had for Community Dialogue. We were talking about the issue of human trafficking. Let us be careful. As Mr. Shirichena said, if something is too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. It is not true at all. And finally, that's all the time that we had. Join me again in another program. So now it's me, your host, Brian Marvin Casey, totally saying good night. Stay safe. COVID-19 is real. Let's take care of ourselves and of each other. Rolling the carpet for Kimball Rogers, who is up next with Love Lounge.